This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. Okay, as always, I want to thank Rabbi Shabtai for affording me the opportunity to learn together uh, each and every week. Um, this week, we're going to learn a beautiful piece um, in the Nesiva Shalom on Shavuos, uh, a beautiful idea that I want to uh, that I want to learn together. Uh, not on the uh, not in the regular part of the Nesiva Shalom. The Nesiva Shalom, in addition to having a five volumes on Chumash, also has a two volume uh, set. Uh, on uh, different topics, Moadim and uh, and the Chagim and uh, Machshava, and so in the second volume, towards the very end, towards the very end, he talks about Shavuos, and uh, we're going to start on page Shin Mem Gimel, Shin Mem Gimel, and he says the following, t- bottom of the page: The Torah commands us to count from the day after Shabbos. We know that Shabbos doesn't actually mean Motzei Shabbos, the day after Shabbos, Saturday night. It means the day after Yom Tif, the first day of Pesach. Sheva Shabbosos Timimos Tihiyana. You're supposed to count seven full weeks. Ad Mimachras Hashabbos Hashviyas Tishbru Chamishim Yom. You are to count seven full weeks that are the are the 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 sum total of fifty days. And the obvious question that we all know, if we're still counting with the bracha, last night was forty-eight. Tonight, please God, will be the last of the count. And we know that the number that comes after forty-eight is not. 50. We know the number that comes after 48 is 49. And yet the Torah seems to instruct us to count Tisperu Chamishim Yom. There's an obligation to count uh, 50 days, and yet we only count 49. So the Sivisham points out that which is obvious, which is that while the Torah seems to instruct us to count for uh, 50 consecutive days, practically we only count 49. And we know that Rashi says, says the Nesiva Shalom, Rashi, Ad Vlo Ad Bichlal, that the Torah is meant to be understood, Ad Vlo Ad Bichlal, that it's until the 50th day, but not including the 50th day, and therefore we're only to count 49. And the obvious question that Nesiva Shalom grapples with is then why doesn't the Torah just instruct us, Tisperu, Arba'im Vatishayom, count 49 days. If the Torah wants to be more precise, instead of trying to perhaps confuse us, it would seem to make a lot more sense that we should count, we should be instructed to count 49 days, and then you could say Advi Advichlal up until and including the 49th day. And that would seem to be the most precise, most accurate, most clearest way of Hashem instructing us to perform this mitzvah. Why do we count 49, but the Torah seems to instruct us specifically to count 50 when we could have just said 49? Vishlomar says the Nasiva Shalom. So the Nesiva Shalom quotes the Noam Elimelech with the following analogy, with the following uh, idea that helps to shed light on why it is that the Torah utilizes the instruction to be 50 days, when in reality we only count 49. Right, the, we know that when you look at the Torah, so there's the, the osios, there are the letters that make up the Torah, and then there's the white parchment that you find around each and every letter. And the Noam Elimelech says that the gvil, that parchment that surrounds each and every letter, is actually on a higher level of kedusha and sanctity than the letters themselves. You're all asking yourself, how could that be? The white doesn't say anything. It's the letters that have the kedusha of the Torah. 
How can it be that the Noam Elimelech would suggest that the white, the gvil, this cloth that surrounds the letters, the osios, is on a higher level of sanctity than the letters themselves? So the Noam Elimelech says, Ki os yeshrak, turn the page, when it comes to each one of the letters, each letter has its own independent Kedusha. But the parchment, that which surrounds each one of the osios, each one of these letters, the Gvil, that which surrounds each letter, is not just made up of that limited to the Kedusha of that one letter, but all of the Gvil, all of the cloth that surrounds all of the osios are combined into one and essentially have the Kedusha of all of the Sefer Torah uniting into one thing that as opposed to each letter that has an embedded sanctity to it but it's limited to that one letter when it comes to the Gvil, when it comes to the Kalaf when it comes to the white parchment that surrounds each letter, well, all of that parchment is unified into one and essentially it is made up of the Kedusha of all of the letters combined and with that, says the Nesiva Shalom, we can answer why the Torah says that you are to count 50 days when in reality we only really count 49. Why? That in reality the 50th day, which of course is Shavuos, is a culmination, is the sum total of all 49 days. As that the 50th day Shavuos is a time in which we attempt to sum up, to integrate all of the avoda, all of the effort and energy in prep, preparing for the Kabbalah Satorah. We, we try to hone in on, we try to harness all of that Kedusha that we built upon into the 50th day, into Kabbalah Satorah. Nimtzer Shapir Lefizeh therefore makes a lot of sense. The Avsheh Bepoel Anusofim Sfira Saomerak Admi Macharas HaShabbos HaShviyas even though technically in order to fulfill the mitzvah of Sviras HaOmer, we count 49 days and not including the 50th, but the Torah is conveying something to us. What we're supposed to have in mind as we reach Shavuot, it's up to and including the 50th day, meaning the 50th day, who b'chinas ha-kolel shakol v'shayach alehem. That the 50th day is not some independent thing. It's not that we fulfilled the mitzvah of the 49 and now we've just simply reached Shavuos. But somehow we're supposed to harness. We are supposed to integrate. We're supposed to implement. We're supposed to combine all of the work and effort we put in to the avodah, to the service, and to the hachana, the preparation of the receiving of the Torah into that day. That we shouldn't stumble into that day, but we have to ensure that we have the energy commensurate to be makabal the Torah. Before I continue, I, saw, I heard a great story from Rav Meilach Biederman. He quoted the Magad of Yerushalayim, Rav Shalom Shadron Zatzal. And he said that Rav Shalom Shadron saw a man uh, in Yerushalayim who all of a sudden realized that his mind for Mincha was about to pass. And he starts running around, oh my gosh, what am I going to do about Mincha? How am I going to find Mincha? I got to find him. And he found a Mincha. And Rav Shalom Shrajon is observing this man, who you would have expected, having now found a Mincha that he was so nervous about. And what happens? He gets to Mincha, he starts Shmuel Nesrei, and he's mumbling. No exuberance, no enthusiasm, just trying to get through it. And everybody's looking around saying, this guy, he was so nervous about Mincha, and yet when he finally gets the Mincha, he just mumbles his way through it. 
Says Rav Birman Shlita, that's an issue we have to be aware of and prevent as we enter into Shavuos. We've had the last 49 days, and as we mentioned in the name of Rav Pincus, in the name of the Rav Aaron Cutler, that it's all about building on the previous day. That we're to build and build until, until we ultimately can create a structure, a spiritual structure that is receptive to being Mechabal the Torah. But if we go ahead and we put all that effort in, and then we get to Shavuos night, and we get to Shavuos, and we're mumbling like the guy who's diving Mincha after he seemingly displays this incredible emotion of wanting to make sure that he gets to his davening, we're making a big mistake. And that's what the Nesiva Shalom says, that while it's true befoel, in action we count only 49 days, in reality, we have to realize that the Tabith Tisbaru Chamishim Yom, that the 50th day of Shavuos is the culmination in which we don't just stumble into it, but we inject within ourselves that excitement. We build on, we integrate, we implement all that we've learned, all that we've worked so hard for, or the effort that we've exerted into that day. Where do we see such a precedence that there's something that can culminate after a process? So the Nesiv Hashem says uh, that we know very famously, one of the preceding uh, We know. We know that Shalashudis in the Svarim are considered Raiva deriva, right? Raiva means Reus. There's an intimacy. There's a love that exists between two people or between Jewish people and Hashem. And the first two suudos, the first two meals of Shabbos, so we begin that rendezvous that exists between us and the Ribbon Shalom. But we know that Sudashlishis, Shalashudis, is the culmination. It's Raiva deriva. It's the holiest time of the day. It's the time in which all of the effort, all of that intimacy, all of that romance, all of that ava that exists that we've worked hard for throughout Shabbos culminates. Says the Nesiv Hashem, that's the same thing when it comes to Sfira Salmer. Shavuos is this culmination period. We've worked so hard, as the Ramban says, Sfira uh, Salmer is the Cholomoid between the liberation from Mitzrayim and the acceptance of the Torah. We've worked so hard to get to the point of why we were liberated from Mitzrayim to begin with. And therefore, we want to be able to not just stumble in, but we have to realize that Shavuos as a culminating period it is an Eserat on Gadol Mi'od. It's an opportunity to develop a relationship, to strengthen a relationship, to use this time as a conduit to develop a stronger relationship with Hashem. And he therefore says, The same way Shalashudis is the Raiva deriva, this intimate time, this holy, unique time, this time in which we have yichud with the Ribbon Shalom each and every Shabbos. The same thing is true when it comes to Shavuos. And he takes it one step further. He says, if you look a couple of lines down, he says, Right? The Abu Jaham says that Friday night is like the Kiddushin between Klai Yisrael and Hashem. The Yom HaShabbosu and the day of Shabbosu Bechinas Nisu in the second level where we can finally live together. Shalashudas is the yichud that exists between Klal Yisrael and Hashem. Right? And with that says, So we know, says the Zohar, that the, uh, the, uh, the sphere is compared to the Zion Nikim that Akala prepares for before she uh, gets married and before she enters into the Yichud room. We know that the Torah, that uh, Shir Hashirim refers to Shavuos as Yom Chasun Aso, that the Medrash tells us. 
that uh, Shavuos is the time in which we have a chasana. We get married to the Rebbe Islam. It's the time for Yichud with Hashem. And so therefore, it's the Raiva, the Raiva. It's this time in which we have to we have to yearn for and we have to jump at the chance to grab hold of this culminating period that we didn't work so hard over these last seven weeks just to fall flat on our face. We didn't worry about the mincha that Rabbi Rabin describes and then mumble our way through mincha. We worked so hard to get to this point that we've got to figure out a way to ensure that this ultimate goal of being the Kabbalah Torah, we don't just stumble through, but we accept the Torah with invigoration, with excitement, with enthusiasm, with energy, and the ability to understand that that will ultimately serve as the way we can receive the Torah. I want to share with you one other thing that I saw in the name of Rabbi Rabin quoting the Chidush Arim. Lest any of you be worried, maybe you're concerned, I didn't do enough work during these Chamishim Yom. Maybe we did stumble through these last 50 days. Maybe we weren't concentrating as much on these last 49 days. And maybe we don't feel worthy or privileged to be Makabal the Torah in this romantic rendezvous, this raiva the raiva that we do the same way we have when it comes to Shalashudis. I want to tell you an unbelievable Chidush Arim. The Chidush Arim tells us that you want to know why the Torah says, Tisperu, uh, uh, what's the pasuk? The pasuk says, uh, Listen to what the Chidush Yarim says. Unbelievable. The Chidush Yarim says, You want to know why the Torah says you have until the 50th day, until Shavuos? Because even if in the first 49, you did nothing, you didn't work hard at it, you, uh, you didn't spend your time wisely, you didn't prepare accordingly in order to receive the Torah, you should realize even as we approach Shavuos in the last hour, in the 11th hour, you still have an opportunity to make up for the 50 days you lost. That even if it means you don't reach, you're at the finish line, you look back and you say, what do I have to show for it? I'm not ready to be Makabal the Torah. I didn't really do much during these last seven weeks. How could I possibly enter into this time period feeling worthy of accepting the Torah? Says the Chidush Arim, take a look at the Lashon. It says, Ad mimacharas hashabis. You have up until, including the 50th day, you until Shavuos, that even if you didn't do anything, you didn't make best use of your time during those first 49 days, guess what? You still have one more day. You still have one more opportunity until you hit Shavuos to be able to prepare yourself accordingly to be Makabal the Torah. And so therefore, as we are nearing the finish line, as we are ready to go ahead and be able to accept the Torah, not just, not just laissez-faire, not with apathy, but with alacrity, with excitement, with energy, and with enthusiasm, we should take to heart, number one, to look back on these last seven weeks, to take stock, take inventory of what we've accomplished, and try to integrate tomorrow and on Shavuos as a culminating experience that we walk into the day with excitement and enthusiasm, unless you think and maybe you're worried that you didn't do enough Maybe you're not privileged, you're not worthy to receive the Torah in the way it should be received. You didn't do enough to be Makabal the Torah. Says the Chidush Arim, the Torah went out of its way to say, up until and including the 50th day, you have a chance. You have the possibility to go back and recount the 50 just in that one day. And that you're not limited and that not, you're not a lost cause. And you have the opportunity and the ability to make up for lost time. The ability to go ahead and spend the next 24 hours being mechin to prepare in order to ensure that we are a kibble. We are the appropriate receptacle to be able to receive the Torah in the best way possible. I wish you all a wonderful, wonderful yontif.